myself out. I am afraid of I'm terrified and paralyzed by I am deathly afraid of Welcome to the Sum of All Fears podcast with your host, me, Ryan Perio. Hello and welcome to the Sum of All Fears podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Perio. This week, my guest is podcaster Jesse Villarreal from the Etcetera podcast. I met Jesse back in October when he came to one of my shows at the Hyenas in Dallas. We agreed to do, uh, I guess, trade interviews. So this is his interview on my show. The following day, I recorded on his, and it is yet to be released, but it should be released soon. So we had a great conversation at the Trove for his podcast. For my podcast, we did a Zoom while he was out at a bar. So. We In this conversation, we talked about his podcast, and then we get into his fear of, like, demonic and haunt, like, spiritual hauntings and th- unexplained phenomena. It's a really good conversation, so let's get into that interview right now with Jesse Villarreal. All right, my guest this week is the host of the Etcetera podcast, Jesse Villarreal. Jesse, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Great. Actually, thanks. Thank you for having me. That was, um, yeah, it was like super short, short notice. You know, it's just like I met you and it's like, hey, you want to come on? I'm like, all right, yeah, <laughs> let's schedule this. Yeah, you and I'm doing your work. podcast tomorrow. So we'll basically um, <laughs> doing a tit for tat just to kind of experience the other ones, I guess, show. So tell me a little bit about how Etcetera came to be. Like what made what inspired you to do the podcast? Uh dude, it was honestly like out of boredom. I I I I didn't even know about podcasts like like two years ago. It was uh it was super random, you know, COVID hit. You know, we're we're in quarantine, we're on lockdown, and once Texas opened up again. I mean, we're what at fifty percent capacity, something like that. Yeah. But I was slowly still going out, not as much. But uh, I was like, you know, I really should. Uh, I should make an effort to really not go out, right? Mm-hmm. And I told my my buddy, my buddy Eddie, who I who he was like my co-host when we start when I did the podcast when we started the podcast. Like, I I came to him with the idea. I was like, dude, we should just like do something, just like. You know, it'll give us the reason to not go out and we can just like hang out, right? And just mm-hmm. drink and talk about random bullshit. And are we allowed to cuss? I'm so sorry. That's okay. You're totally fine. Yes. Yeah, it's totally okay. Good. okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it just came from that, came from boredom. Uh, I was like, dude, I've seen, I've seen these, uh, I've, it comes up on my Instagram and on my Facebook, like these, uh, like people having conversations on, you know, on social media, like the little clips. And I was like, that looks really cool. Like, I can kind of, I kind of know a little bit about audio engineering, not so much on the video, but I just got on YouTube and kind of learn, learning as, you know, as I go. But yeah, I started in February of this year and it's just, it's been fun. It's awesome. been really fun. Well, that's awesome. I kind of, I kind of did the same thing. Like I was, I didn't want to do a comedy one because I felt like 
it's such a it's such a huge thing to try to do is to try to conquer comedy podcasts when there's so many comedy podcasts like Joe Rogan, yeah. Mark Marin, Tim Dillon, like just there's just a, Tony Hinchcliffe. There's just a murderous row of comedy podcasts that get so much viewership that just kind of push you down so far. Yeah. And so I decided to do something non-comedy. And so I, I hunted for like a year, like just kind of researching, like what, what interests me besides comedy? And one of my favorite conversations was finding out something unique that people are afraid of. And it was like, huh, you know, that's a fun conversation. And I was like, that way I don't have to just interview comics. It's not just interviewing comics about maybe what their process is or anything like that. Or, it's something everybody can participate in, whether it's a you know somebody that works at a grocery store or something like that. If it, it's more about the fear than it is the guest, even though, yeah, sure, what I'd love to talk to Steve Martin or somebody huge to, right, know, right. But it, you know, the the center stage is just the uniqueness of what they're afraid of and how they deal with it. <laughs> okay. So, what else do you have? Like, so you do this out of a bar out in, in Bishop Arts. Yeah, well, so, like, I, I started in February with my buddy, Eddie. Mm-hmm. And it was just me and him. We wouldn't bring anyone on. Uh, and we would just have co- random conversations, you know? It was it's, it was mostly, like, in within the genre of, of comedy. Mm-hmm. But after, you know, a few months, I think we did, like, about... We did about 15 episodes, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then he was, like... You know, some life, you know, life started happening for him, you know, it started getting a little tough and he just couldn't do it. And he was just like, hey, man, like it's, it, it's not fair for you. It's not fair for the podcast. And I, I kind of need to step out, you know, just you, you take over, you do your, you know, you do whatever you want. And I was like, all right. So then it took me about two months, two, three months to kind of figure out like, what was I going to do? Like what direction did I want to take it? And it appeared, I, I was like, I want to, I should probably just bring on cool people to talk to, right? Mm-hmm. I just want to get a good conversation. Yeah. But like, and I didn't I did want to focus with mostly comedians, you know, because I love comedy. Um, but I I mix it with everything. So like drag queens, master brewers, um, what, what, uh, authors, uh, you know, just people that live off of some sort of passion or like mm-hmm. a craft that they do and, and they happen to be here in Dallas. Those are the people I just want to, I want to record and talk to you. That's awesome. Um, and I try to get, and I want to, I want to get them like somewhat buzzed, if not drunk, <laughs> but you know, and like, kind of like, like let the, let them loosen up and just like, just have fun with it. But I mean, obviously it's like you said, you know, like see, having Steve Martin, like that'd be freaking awesome. Right. But I mean, when I, I, I think it's kind of, it's not very realistic that, you know, it's going to happen like within a, the, your first two three years right to get yeah. someone that big when you're you're still coming up um but i i think it's really cool just to have a really a fun conversation with people and like kind of getting others you know if i can build a platform where like i can have them you know talk about themselves and you know and you know their struggles and like what it's really like doing comedy or being a drag queen mm-hmm. you know it's uh it makes it very relatable to people so i think i just i think that's what's uh it's really fun about it. I don't know if I asked you your question. Yeah, that's that. Uh, you definitely answered it. Like that's a great answer. Um, how many episodes are you into now? 
Uh, I think I'm at 18 or 19. So I'd release, I do one, uh, I release one every week. Okay. I record, I record either once or twice a week, but I release one every like either Wednesday or either Tuesday or Wednesday. I'll release it. That's good. I do mine Monday. So basically Sunday evening is a mad dash because Apple podcast has no rhyme or reason of when they oh, take yeah. the podcast. Cause that I tried to do it Monday morning and I was like, you know what? I'll do it Sunday midnight. It'll be up by Monday morning. I was like, it's not there at all. Day on day, yeah. la- day of launch. And I'm like, lesson learned. Are you on, uh, you do yours on anchor. I do not do mine on anchor. What I, do you use? I use Podbean for my uh, hosting. Okay. Yeah. I use anchor and like, it shoots it out to like overcast. Mm-hmm. uh spotify apple podcast but apple podcast is always like it's like a delay it's like a, it takes like a few hours before it shows up there yeah what i've realized is if i if i if i've completed by 6 30 p.m on sunday i'll see it around 8 30 or 9 sunday night and i know that that's apparently when it but that's the deadline around when it checks is it's like okay it checks around 8.30 or 9 p.m. at night. And so if anything after that, it's not going to Apple, even though it ships it out to them, Apple's not going to show it until the next day. And so I just right. so I just basically just set myself a little deadline of 6.30. And so I'll have the I'll edit just the raw interview part. Then I'll add like a little setup about what we talk about. Then I'll add a little wrap up at the end to kind of give my thoughts and any and promote anything I maybe have going on, and then have right. the credits and and so that's yeah I do that Saturday night in a panic or Sunday morning at eight in the morning before <laughs> I go out to football like just yeah. just try to race and get it out as quickly as possible. Speaking and, of, did you watch the boys? Yes, I yes, sir. I do Dave and Buster's uh, watch parties and stuff on Dallas Cowboys. And so, oh, okay. So that's my that's my rush in the morning is I have to get out there usually by eleven eleven thirty to set up. Uh, wait, like it's like an actual like like a party. Yeah, like you invite you get a, you get a group going. Yeah, we got groups all the time because they have kids parties. We're in the main screen room of Dave and Buster's so we got cowboys on the big screen and then we got like kids parties and stuff and the halftime we'll we'll have games with the kids and adults. Oh that's awesome. Yeah. No, I always end up at a bar. It's not, I mean it's cool but it's just like oh God it's like I used to go like, to I'm tired of, tired of just drinking. Yeah. Before I used to go to Buffalo Wild Wings on a Sunday. Oh you and can't go wrong with Buffalo Wild Wings. They have every games. game on, so it was it was pretty cool to just be able to rotate around and eyeball and check my fantasy and make sure everything there is good. Yeah, we went to for this last one. We went to Henderson Tap House. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty cool place too to go watch games. Awesome. So. Who has been like your most? I would say like your which been your favorite episode so far of the of etc. Uh, of like with the guests now that I'm that I have yeah. people on. Okay, uh, they're all they're all 
I like them all, to be honest. Yeah, I do too. I just like uh, sometimes like you'll, I realize there are certain guests where you get off, you're like, wow, you know, that was like, whoa, you know, where it's, you know, you've, you're excited about every guest, but there are some guests where you just like, you just click immediately. Like, it's almost like. Yeah, I had that with uh, Arun. Okay. When I, when Arun recorded on the show, I was like, dude, like you're like, like he's so easygoing. He's so funny. And I had I haven't felt that since like my, my with my buddy the Eddie when I was recording with him I was like dude like this is yeah he was he's, he was really cool um, I enjoyed it. Sorry, I was gonna say I haven't had a rune on yet. That's <laughs> that's a future oh. episode. <laughs> no, he's funny. He's funny. He's really funny. And I met him recently, like uh, early August. I saw him. Uh, I went to the dot. Addison Impact. Mm-hmm. He was there. He was he performed. And then I, as soon as the show was over, and I was like, "Bro, like you got to come on my show." And it, yeah, it took about a little over a month, but then yeah. And he's he's yeah he's probably I think he's the funniest one that I've had so far. So there's a okay. set the the bar pretty high for you, Ryan. Noted. I will, <laughs> I will make note of that. Well, that's awesome. Like in since this podcast is about fears, you have kind of an interesting fear. Uh, go ahead and it's tell. a it's a legit thing. This is this isn't like I feel like almost everyone has this exact same fear. Like it's not just me. Mm-hmm. And here's another. All right, it's it's like any sort of like demonic activity. Okay. Right? So paranormal, all that shit. Like yeah, dude, like uh, I'm I'm a big pansy. Like I will I will bitch out. Okay. If I see something move like out of nowhere and there's no wind or breeze and like it just moves, like I'm out. That's it. Huh. So has that happened before? Have you been like involved with what you feel is paranormal activity and it's like just not to not to really not really to like a paranormal activity, but just like just like we have random you know, random stuff like that, you know. It's like why did the freaking like who threw that book? You know, out of nowhere, why? Why did that book just slam into the wall? Like, like okay. you know, it's just like, all right, it's like all right. So, so if Jesus is testing me, you know. <laughs> so if you hear a noise in your house, do you have to immediately investigate, or are you just too afraid to even try to find the source? You know, hell no, get out. Nope, nope, that's not my problem. Okay, it's like, nope. If it's a, uh, I'll figure it out in the morning. Especially, oh, dude, if it's a, if it's in the, at night. It's like no, I'm I'm out. I just cover myself up, cover my face, and I'm just like, it's not real, it's not real, it's not real. I go to sleep. It's like go to sleep, Jesse. Go to sleep, Jesse. Go to sleep, Jesse. And then like that's the only time. It's just like I'll, I'll be I'll be like a good like uh, somewhat Christian. You know, it's always when you're. It's like when it's to, when your advantage. You know, when you need something, right? It's just like oh God, please God, if you're really there, like if this, if this if you're legit, man. Like just like whatever's out there, make it go away, please. But yeah, no, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bitch, dude. I can't do it. I can't. Everybody prays when they want something. Like, no one prays when it's like, hey, just, just want to say what's up. All right. Talk to you, talk <laughs> exactly. at you later. Yeah. No, it reminds always, like, when I'm terrified. And it usually happens, you know, when I watch, when I just happen to watch a scary movie, like, you know, it's like, it's in my head now. So, like, okay. with all these conjuring movies. Okay. The very oh, dude, when I saw the first one, it was just like, like I, like I couldn't sleep alone. Like it was like I have to like go find someone, 
you know, preferably a pretty lady, but you know, <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's, it's, it, it's not, it's not healthy. I think, I don't think it's normal for people to be like watching those sort of stuff. Well, my opinion. Well, I think some people, I think a people, a lot of people that watch it are, well, my first guest is one of my best friends and he, he, he loves like scary stuff. He, he's a, he dives into it. He's a local comic. His name's David Jessup. And he just loves like paranormal and stuff like being frightened. And it's one of those things of he grew up in a very, I guess, religious family where it was very much. And so it's almost like his rebellion is is to basically instead of being afraid of all this stuff to embrace and, you know, and just enjoy kind of and personify it in his art and sculptures and things like that. And it's just, it's just a really interesting, you know, thing to, you know, to worry about. Like, it's just because it's unexplainable and you can't concretely say yes or no either way. Cause no one has ever, you know, been able to, figure out if there is another plane of existence beyond the one we're in currently. Right. And, you know, there's... I'm not... I'm not much of a believer, to be honest. It's just like... But whenever, like... Just because I cannot prove it, it's like... And I don't even want to go find out. You know, it's like... I just, like... I'd rather live with, like... Like, ignoring it, right? So, like I said, it's like, if you... I'm not going to go investigate what... What happened, Right. And I did grow up very religious as well. My, uh, yeah, dude, my, my grandmother, she was a, she's, she is a Jehovah witness mm-hmm. and dude, like they, they put fear of like, you know, like it's the end of the world, you know, we have, we have to get prepared, we have to get ready, you know, be prepared for whenever the time comes. So like growing up hearing that, it's just like, Oh my God, like we're all going to die. Like it's, you know, I, I didn't take it in a very, I guess a healthy way manners mm-hmm. so i i always did live i kind of like growing up i was i was i would be afraid of like you know like uh of uh the end the end times right because of like satan's like gonna like he's gonna take over which i don't know he probably is already you know but, but it was uh it was very traumatic it was, it was a huge trauma for me growing up mm-hmm. and but it's kind of weird because like it's like kind of like your friend like i do kind of like putting myself in that vulnerable position where it's like go watching a movie and then like you know when i get home it's like dark there's no one there it's like oh shit dude like you, know, you start getting like the goosebumps and you just like run to your room put a big put, like two of blankets over you and just like all right go to bed so how did you get how do you get like i guess tempted into watching the scary movie if this is the result I wanna, dude i want to hear what the what the hype's all about you know Okay, <laughs> it's like uh, what's the last one that came out? The the, con- the it was a Conjuring. It came out on HBO. Yeah. Did you watch it? I have not. I I usually don't watch a lot of the horror stuff. Like the last I think horror movie I watched was It Chapter One. And that was like really. Oh god. Yeah. I don't even think that was scary, but I did see that. Uh, but no, this other one was like. It's conjuring this last one that I saw. It's just like, dude, this is the details, you know, that's, they, they, they get to you. Like it's, they, there is like this thing where like, uh, 
had to do more with witches. That's what, yeah. the, that's what the movie was about. There was a there was a curse. It wasn't really like the like the house was haunted. It was just like someone a witch put a curse at this house, and then when she she would put like this uh I don't know what the hell it was. There, there's a I'm, there, I'm sure there's a word for it, but it was like almost like a little vessel where she like placed it underneath like the the room where the where the kid was gonna be cursed. Um, and it was just like a bunch of bones and it had like a big claw in the middle. It was fucking creepy as fuck, you know. And it's just like, oh my. Um, and yeah, and then there was the that's how the movie starts off. There's a there's a kid is cursed, and then I think like the big brother uh, starts talking to the to the demon or whatever that was that was in that curse that was taking over the, the child, and he says like use me like come into my body instead and I'm just he transfers over I'm just like oh shit but yeah don't watch that movie it's not <laughs> it's not it's not healthy that's why don't you just watch it in the morning just watch it like at 8 30 in the morning so that you don't have to worry about going to bed for like you have time to do something else to distract you Oh, it's because I'm an idiot. And no, it's like, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it the right way. You okay. Know? okay, fair enough. I I like how you, I like how you, <laughs> even though you're afraid of it, you're still willing to be lured in. Right. So it's like, it's like my buddy, I have a buddy who's like, one time when we were, I think we were like 21 years old. He was, uh, he was like, Hey dude, let's go to this, this haunted, uh, are you from Mesquite? Sorry, I am not technically from Mesquite, but I I I lived in HEB then in Irving. Okay, well, this is you. When I saw your your when I saw your your show, you were you you made some um, references to Mesquite, so I was like, I wonder if he's from Mesquite. Well, anyways, well, I did grow I did go to high school in Mesquite, and me and my buddy one time we were we were like twenty one years old, and he was like he's like hey it's it's like like you know we're twenty one. We uh, we were living together at the time. We uh, we were in this house. And I think it was like around midnight. You know, we're we're up drinking. And he was like, "Dude, you want to go check out this haunted road? It's apparently like it's a haunted road right there by Horn High School." In the street. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, "Not really." But like, he had his cousin and his and his brother. They were there with us. And they were like, "Bro, yeah, let's fucking go right now, dude. Let's just fucking go." You know, like this is the perfect time. It's already midnight. And I'm like, all right. We look for this damn thing on Google. Turns out you, it's not connected. So like they they closed it off so you can't get on this road. And it's like it's like in some like creek and woods, you know. But like the road still exists on Google Maps, and it's right there by Point High School. Mm-hmm. So we decided to go, and you know, it was it wasn't. We had to pop a curve, you know, and then. Where we get out of the car and we just start walking with flashlights. And I'm like, dude, like, what are we expecting to find? And then he's like, he just went on like this character where like he's like a, a Satanist kind of guy. And then he was trying to convince us, like, you know, like, dude, like, be honest with you. Like, like be honest with yourself. Like, if, if Satan just pulled up, he's right in front of you, you can't run you know mm-hmm. like just let him take you just like let you just gotta like let him into your into your body into your life because you're fucked dude 
There's nothing. There's literally nothing you can do. If Satan literally just showed up, he's staring right at you. And I was like, damn. Yeah, we need to go, bro. And that's yeah. So Satan. So they're <laughs> saying. That, so they're saying that Satan lives in mesquite. Is that what they're trying to say? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I can kind of see it. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, Saint Liz and Mesquite—that's what you got out of that. Yes, that is exactly what's going on. It's it's a very interesting thought, but I don't know if I think Satan would have picked somewhere else to live besides Mesquite. I don't. (laughs) Yeah, you're probably right. I think. I think Satan's got it pretty sweet in hell, considering mesquite. But <laughs> mesquite, <laughs> that's so true. Nah, mesquite's beautiful, man. Come on now. Yeah. Sure. All yeah. the, all the fine, all the fine girls live in mesquite. They come out from mesquite. Yeah. Yeah. That's... <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'll get out of mesquite. So you actually went out and did like actually some. Like checking out some haunted stuff, and so, right? Pretty much. Did anything happen? Yeah. Anything weird happen on that paranormal wise, or just? Nah, it was just a bunch of like. I mean, yeah, it was like a like an old like doll. That's about it. But I mean, that's you know the usual what you would expect. Interesting. Some some kid lost his toy or something. I don't know. So do you, have you gone to like actual haunted locations besides Mesquite? Like, have you gone to like a real, like, like haunted tours or anything? No, no, no. I've actually never even been to like the, like cutting edge or like any haunted houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never, it isn't really, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's fun. Yeah. Cause it's like, eh, like I, I know like, you know, it's pretend like we're acting, like, you know, you're in character and it's not real, right? Mm-hmm. Right, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just, real, I'm talking like the authentically haunted, like, the, you know, people like say, you know, this hotel, like pe- 58 people were murdered here and they just kind of walk you through like a real like location, like in New nah. Orleans they have like haunted. Do they have one in Dallas? I uh, don't know if they have an authentically haunted one in Dallas. Um, what, There's one there in like, there's one here in Texas. It's a hotel, right? Um, like Roosevelt say there. I'm trying to think. Maybe there is. I don't know the name of there the There is hotel. one. No, there is one. It's a, it's a super old hotel. Uh, it's still in business. I believe it's still in business. I know there's, a, there's an old hotel down in like Oakland area, like Perfect. off of Oakland, the Melrose. And that one's. Oh, the Melrose? I know the Melrose. I'm trying to think if there's any the other ones. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what the other old ones are. We'll have to we'll have to look it Do up for go? the show notes and see if there is any. Do haunt. you go? Um, I don't. I've I've thought about going to like one or two, like to like the to certain haunted locations to see if there's you know any validity to it. And I just haven't gotten out because I do so I do so much work and I don't take time off, and so. I just basically just end up doing stand up on the weekends instead and you know, wherever I can versus you know, going right. traveling or something like that. But I it would might be interesting, like I 
I've interviewed some people that do Wiccan, do haunted, actual like haunting, ghost hunting kind of things. I'd love to speak to a person who's actually like a Satanist. Okay. You might. You maybe can... the leader. Maybe the leader. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I just want to like, kind of like pick, his, like pick his brain a little bit. You know, just like, there might be like the sweetest people, you know, you never know. I mean, I, I think everybody is inherently, you know, they're not trying to, you know, they just are advocates for the other right. side. I don't think they're just, you know, awful, you know, people. Right. Yes, it's like I want to, but I want to test it out though, you know? It's like, all right, it's like, let's, let's talk about this, you know? You're yeah. in a room, this happens, explain to me. Yeah. He's like, if he, t- if he tells me, he's like, oh, Satan, yeah. Satan. Is it? I wonder if it's the same thing, like how Jehovah Witnesses try to push, you know, Jehovah. Is it the same way with Satanists? Yeah. Oh, Satan's the father. Yeah. So you got, you got, uh... I don't think so. I just think that they, it's just people that are that probably or feel that the church is oppressive and consciously, you know, goes out and you know tries to recruit more for its their own gain, and they're kind of the people that you know just want to also say there's this other religion out there guys you know those kind of people that that just basically want to say well if that's real well then we're gonna believe in this and this is the other side of that coin instead of just you know being the atheist and saying it's not real we believe religion's real but we're rooting for the the other person who i think who who maybe has a sob story of Maybe Lucifer, you know, they're saying that maybe that God is evil and that, you know, Satan was the one that was trying to show that. Right. And then he gets thrown out. And so now he's on a forever crusade to to clear his name. You, you never know. I just it, it would be an interesting conversation. I mean, that's definitely something you could probably you could probably find somebody and just, you know, just have that discussion. And you think, you think it's on their LinkedIn? Yeah. Just maybe preface it, you know, preface the, you know, the conversation with your listeners say, Hey, this is for people. If you're a devout Christian, maybe you skip this episode because it's going to possibly, <laughs> it's going to push boundaries no. of what you believe in. And it's not condoning or saying that this guy is, religion is right versus anybody else's but it you definitely deserve to hear both sides of the story right no nah, man what the hell if anything it's like nah y'all need to listen to this one right here yeah pay close attention because this is what we're trying to tell you this is the real thing if you're a christian follow like comments you know I just think everybody's religion has merit. I just don't think there's one true religion. There's one right or a wrong answer. And I just feel like, you know, when we start to compare and say, no, my religion is the only religion. That's where we kind of get into these, you know, warring states and, you know, just, I guess, conversations of that, you know, don't just one sided conversations. Right. I always try to learn versus, you know, teach as far as religion goes. I just never, I never want to be a teacher. I just, I would share my view and listen to the other person's view. I just think that's so fascinating to hear, you know, what the other side is. Like, 
I work with a Muslim man and he told me that in Muslim culture that, you know, they can only have the bare minimum of insurance on anything. That if they have more insurance than what they need, that's considered gambling, which is a sin. <laughs> nice. And it's just fascinating. You know, it's like, no, that's such a, you know, I guess devout way of looking at it that your God will always provide. And so you should never waste his what he's given you on things like gambling and things like that. So they don't, you know, a lot of them devout Muslims don't gamble or, or have any kind of, I guess, insurance per se, that's above the norm. It's, it was just fascinating to hear like the little differences and little things that you never, you don't really hear about from other people, like the people that actually live that religion. And it's just fascinating to hear various cultures and kind of learn I have so many questions now. So, will I, like, do they not have like life insurances to like to cover like their debts, or like no, just just enough to bury me? Yeah, that's very much. It's just the bare minimum what they need. They may not even have life insurance because I don't know if that's by <laughs> law required to have. Like for car insurance, like it's you know li- liability only if they own the vehicle. If they don't own the vehicle, then it's the minimum full coverage that you can pers- possibly purchase. Um, but no life insurance. Well, because that's that would be considered gambling. <laughs> well, I yeah, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, teacher. Sure. I mean. So, conjuring is one thing that that messes with you. Going out to mesquite is another. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what other yes. like demonic stuff does like I guess kind of you um so you know go, growing up and uh when i would go to mexico mm-hmm. you know, you're about to, you about to get a typical mexican you know story of like the, cooey, uh, the, the pueblos cooey? and the not the kukui uh uh witches mm-hmm. witches are like a real thing in the well and like if you go out to like the like, yeah, kind of like that, not your honor. right? But not necessarily, not necessarily her, but like, yeah, but just like just random shit like that. And they have a hang on, there's this man right here just staring at me. <laughs> so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't I realize you were that before. famous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. So I go to the, I go to the when I would go, I'd go to Mexico right as a kid, and. Uh, we're from Monterrey, which is like this, this city. It's like a, it's like Dallas, right? It's a, it's a it's a big city, but like once you go out, like like maybe like an hour or two of Monterrey, like out, and it's like you'll find like these little like the the magical towns, right? It's the mm-hmm. pueblos mágicos, which is they're just like like magical villages or towns, or whatever. And and within those like villages, you know, they have like their conspiracies or like you know like stories of like. You know witches yeah not all of them but some of them so we grew up with that and i remember one time that we it was it was late you know we're, we're very young and my my aunt was explaining to me you know about the witches there mm-hmm. and i'm like it's bullshit and she's like no it's very real and she was telling me that my little cousin, I, I was probably like 12 at the time. Mm-hmm. And my, I had a little cousin that was there and she was maybe like 
six. She was six at the time. And my my aunt was explaining to me that my little cousin has like this thing where like it almost seemed very similar to like did you ever watch those movies, the uh, insidious movie? No. But no. Okay. So like there's this so like it what they describe in that movie, it's kind of similar to what like my aunt was telling me, like when I was younger, right? And so pretty much like my little cousin, my little cousin, she had like she would like her like her soul would like leave her body apparently right mm-hmm. and whenever the, her soul leaves you know she's like it's like it's traveling right her soul's traveling around the world and then they happen to like they supposedly they know these they know random stuff right things that we yeah. that we cannot answer you know to ourselves like you know they she these people that can do that they they yeah they can speak to spirits whatever so then I was just, that's not true. Like, no, like, man, this, is, this is bullshit, right? And funny enough, like, as we're talking, it's, it's like, it's like 1, 8, it's like 1, 2 a.m. She's just like, her, she was asleep. Like, there was like, a, they had like little tents outside. We were camping. And she was, she, she had been asleep for like hours. And as we're talking, whatever, she just like stands up. She just stands up and then, but she's just like, her eyes are closed and she's just like, you know, she's standing there. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I was like, I was like, what, what is, uh, what's going on? Right. And then like my aunt, she's like, hang on, we got to put her down. We got to like help her get down. And then I'm like, what the hell? No, what's going on? You know? And, and then it turns out like, yeah. So she also sleepwalks. The little girl, she you know she sleeps walking, but apparently when she's going through that, or like when she's like, it almost seems like something like she's having like a concussion. But like apparently, like the people that have come and talked, that come to help them, it's you know she has this ability of like her soul extracts and travels around the world, and she does like these. She knows apparently she's like. She's made some very weird comments about random stuff that happened to like the people that live around in their in their neighborhoods, you know, like knowing very personal information about them, you know. And I'm like, okay, that's that's cool, but I think that's the only thing. That's uh, I don't think it's real, but I, I don't know. <laughs> but you can't prove it. I was like, yeah. I mean, uh, she she just. It was just a kid who decided to stand up, right? With her eyes closed and has no memory of what was going on at the time. And to this day, she still does that. I think she's like 19 now. I had a friend that would that would talk in his sleep. Like my roommates, my best friend's younger brother did that. We could have conversations with him while he's asleep. Like we could just sit there and chat. And it would just... Oh, nice. It would be... It would almost be like a constant discussion about what he's going on in his dream and stuff like he would be like talking about something he's like no it can't all these can't remember what it was it was something else like it can't like all these like like napkins or something like he would be like i can't i can't see you I so many yeah it was like i just see all these <laughs> napkins and it was just weird conversations we would have and it was very it was very interesting would you laugh or like we would laugh because like, it was oh, shit we would laugh because it was just so <laughs> ridiculous right and then we would we try to wake him up, and then he would just have no 
recollection. Right. No, it, I don't know, man. I mean, I just to me, it's just like, well, I mean, if it's real, okay, and if it's not, okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, I have no interest in finding out. You know. Okay. It is what it is. Yeah. So you're very much like I respect it. Okay, you respect it, but you will put yourself in in peril to 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 hang out. Yeah. Oh, just as wild. Yeah. <laughs> but that's awesome. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's not a fear that like like the other guy that I talked to about haunted like authentically haunted places. Like, nope, no, thank you. I'll pass. I'm not going. I'm done. I don't need. It's like, why are we celebrating the history of like a tragedy? Oh, yeah. But that's what it is. Like, you know, when you go to these places, supposedly if 500 people died, well, you're just celebrating the death of 500 people versus, you know, just honoring them. Some people will try to, like, say, they say that, you know, they'll, they'll say that discuss trying to communicate with the spirits. But at the same time, I'm like, you're basically just, you know, keeping a, a monument of fear, basically. Right. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's kind of like 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 that haunted road that I was telling you about in the mm-hmm. ski, where apparently Satan lives. <laughs> yeah. So I think it, that one was like back in the, I want to say like in the fifties. Mm-hmm. There was a house there. There was actually a house there. You can actually like, you can find, you can it's on Google. Uh, you can find like uh, stories and um, from like the old newspapers. You know, from like with a, there was actually a house. There, there was a family that lived there. And the man, a man, uh, he killed his daughter and wife, and then I believe he committed suicide after that. But yeah, so it was like, so that's. But the, we we went to we wanted to go see like, is there a house even still? Like, is, is the house even still there? And <laughs> of course, I didn't want to, but I was like, I'm not gonna be the one. I'm not gonna be the only one to like just like, back out. And be like, no, nah, I don't want to go. Okay. Because I was already terrified. Like, they're going to leave me alone at the house, you know? So I was like, I'll go with them. See if this bullshit's real. And no, there was no house, but, like, the the street was closed off, so you couldn't really... There wasn't even a street anymore. It was just dirt. Hmm. And But it still shows on Google. So it's... Yeah, it's I don't know, man. Uh, I don't... Um, I don't recommend you do it. You know, Ryan, just stay home. Don't look into those stuff. Just okay. uh, don't watch those movies. Don't invite. I do believe that we're like you know when you, and this is like this is why I I do I I I trouble I have I trouble I trouble as I said with like I know it's I think in my in my like in my opinions like it's bad like I shouldn't be doing this. You are about to raise your hand now. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Something came up right here on my iPad, That's fine. but uh, I no, I do believe I do believe that you know, like um, you know, what you see, like if you're putting yourself in there, like you're or just watching, you know, things that you maybe you shouldn't be watching, like you're inviting it into your life. Okay, you know, and it could be, and not just with that, but like also like you know, just like hanging out with good people and bad people, bad vibes. You know, mm-hmm. the more you see it and you consume it, you know, it's, it's, it's you're gonna have that. You're gonna be carrying that with you. Okay. Well, that's awesome. So, I thank you for doing this, Jesse. Where can people find you on social media if they want to check out the Etc. podcast or you on your social media? 
Oh yeah, man. Uh, so on Instagram, my username is Jesse. That's J E S S E Villarreal. V as in Victor. I L L A R R E A L official. Okay. And uh, yeah, on there you can like see the what do you call it? The you get the links for like Spotify and Apple, YouTube. You got a link so. tree. Yes, sir. Yeah, awesome. it's on there. But well, yeah, you actually definitely check it out. Awesome. Well, I thank you again for doing this. You definitely rolled the R's like a champ there on the Villarreal. Like it was, <laughs> I was like, I can't even, thank you. I can't even mimic it. Like that was just like, it's just rolled perfectly. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Am I seeing you tomorrow though? Yes, I will be on your show tomorrow and we will, we'll do a different version of this. On your yes. show, and we'll see. We're gonna get you drunk, boy. Okay. Well. Hey. Well, oh. While I have you here, sorry. <laughs> what do you drink? What is your drink of choice? I usually drink uh, just beer for the most part. Like I have a DUI on my record, so I don't. I don't drink too heavily on stuff. Like sometimes I'll take shots and stuff, like a well whiskey and things like that. But I try oh, okay, to. I try yeah, to. I, I pace myself fairly well. Okay. All right. So beer. Yep. Got it. I'll have a be there for you. All right. Well, thank you again, Jesse. All right, Ryan. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So that was Jesse. That was a fun conversation. It's very interesting that sometimes people are exposed with a threat that some people will just wait till morning to try and figure it out, that they don't go to investigate while others are terrified and must investigate and must know the answer right away. I find that fascinating. Um, it's a very good conversation. I get, Make sure you check out Jesse Villarreal at It's Jesse Villarreal on Instagram and uh, Jesse Real Official on Facebook and all other social media. I'll have his links in the show notes to follow him. Also, um, got more guests coming up. Uh, holidays are coming fast. I have been busy. I think I may have done my last gig of 2021 tonight at the Waco in Waco, Texas at the Brazos Theater. It was a really nice show. Uh, We had a lot of fun out at the Brazos Theater. It was a little bit of a drive, about an hour, hour and a half, and then hour and a half back. But we had a good show, and thanks to Paul Smith for that for that show. It was a great time. I had a, I did a show last night at Backdoor, which also did pretty well. So hopefully, you know, we'll keep coming up with more shows in the coming years. I'm fairly booked through January. Um, February is still up in the year, but hopefully we'll get some dates for that as well. As far as the show, I will probably start asking guests here in the next week or two to start lining up those interviews for 2022. Can't believe we're at 69 episodes. This has been a great, great year. Um, I'm excited. Christmas is here. I'll be visiting my family. Maybe I'll do an interview or two while I'm down there. Maybe not. Um, I appreciate all of you guys for your listens and your reviews on Uh, Whatever podcast platform you listen to, there's so many these days. Other than that, 
not much going on. I'm just doing a little Christmas shopping as well as just kind of trying to get my health in order. I'm, my blood pressure seems to be really high in recent weeks. And so I've been trying to find a way to try to fix that as well. Other than that, everything's getting a little chilly. I'm hoping it doesn't get super chilly, but when it does, I will bring a lot of plants indoors, which will be an adventure. But we got to do what we got to do. Um, make sure you follow the show on all social media platforms. I'm going to start trying to post more. I'll even start making TikToks at some point. Thanks again for listening to the Sum of All Fears podcast. Have a great week. And now some thank yous for the folks that make this show possible. Thanks to Barry Whitewater for my art and graphics. You can follow him on Instagram at bwhiteh2o. Get it? H2O like water. You can also follow him on Facebook Music. A huge thank you to Gunnar Olson for the wonderful music provided for this podcast. You can follow him on Instagram at gunbuns, that's G-U-N-B-U-N-S, as well as his website, gunnarolson.net. Check out some of the samples that he has recorded. They're amazing. He's an amazing percussionist. If you want to follow the show, we've got a Facebook group, Some of All Fears. Instagram, Twitter, you can find us at Some Fear Fans. If you have some feedback for the show, email me at somefearfans, S-O-M-E-F-E-A-R-F-A-N-S at gmail.com. I'll be happy to, to take those into consideration. Also, if you'd like to be a guest, email me at somefearfans at gmail.com. We can try to iron out some details and get that settled in. You know, give us some feedback if on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave a review. It makes the show bigger, and it's not going anywhere. I'm going to record as many shows as I possibly can. If you want to follow me on social media, I am at Ryan Perio. It's R-Y-A-N-P-E-R-R-I-O on all social media platforms. You can follow me there, and you can check me out at ryanperio.com, my website. I'll try to list upcoming shows there as well. It's been kind of spotty because as soon as I set it up, that's when the pandemic happened. And everything's kind of just in a, in a holding pattern. Thanks again for listening to the Sum of All Fears podcast. Next week, we'll have another guest with another fear. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.